Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You've got you a great cup of Joe and you're ready to go. September the 3rd. September the 3rd is the official kickoff for college football. If you are a fan, you know what I'm talking about. All right. So today I am going to take a little time to spend with you guys. Do this episode. I'm hoping right after this I can do some live streaming because it's been a while since I've done that. And then I'm going to turn my attention to relaxing and enjoying football and just spending time um, with the family. All right. But before I do, let me let me share something with you, because I found something about a week or two ago. I've been tinkering with it and I want to share it with you guys, because you may be thinking about getting into podcasting. Not real sure, but you might. All right. Some people just have some thoughts they want to share. But I found this app. It's called the Wisdom app. I am not being sponsored or paid by these people, but I found it and you can find it at an app store. And what it is, it's a mobile podcasting platform. And what's neat about this is it works through your phone. You don't have to spend any money for a setup. It just works through your phone and you can lay down some audio and you can have live interactions with the listeners when they click on a button and they want to join in on your conversation, which is kind of cool because if you're like me, where you're struggling at times to find people to invite them on as guests, you could do everything right there. So I use it every morning um, when I want to just talk with everyone as I'm traveling to work for 30 minutes, and sometimes I do it on my ride home. So if you uh, want to give it a shot, it's called the Wisdom App. Like I said, I'm not being paid by them. So let's get into today's episode. All right, today's episode is what does it mean to trust Jesus? We've heard this most of our lives about just putting trust into Jesus. And that expression holds a multi-layer meaning. In one sense, trusting Jesus means believing in him for our salvation, as John 3.16 has told us. We also believe that who he is, he's God in the human form. And we put our faith in him as a savior. And we believe that he has done and he will die for our sins and he rose from the dead. This is what we believe. We believe that Jesus went to the cross for us and he died. And on the third day he rose and now he sits at the right hand of the father and he makes a way for us. And since we cannot save ourselves from sin, we have to trust that Jesus will save us. John eleven twenty five says, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, yet he, he died, he shall live. All right, we cannot receive eternal life and live forever in the presence of God unless we trust in Jesus as our Savior and accept his forgiveness. All right, Ephesians 1 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, his forgiveness for our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. So, trusting in Jesus, as I said, it's a multi layer thought. To trust in Jesus. It has its meaning, it runs deep. The Bible is full of scriptures to back up what it means to trust Jesus. All right. When we're looking at our salvation and we're trusting in Jesus, it means we are committing and dedicating ourselves entirely to Him. When we are born again, we become a follower of Christ. And as His follower, we 
put complete confidence in him and in his word. To trust in the Jesus means to believe in everything he has said and accept his word as the truth. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, I tr- you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free. John eight thirty one and 32. The more we know and we abide in the word of Jesus, the more that we obey him, the more our confidence in him grows and our experience in Christ of the freedom that we get. So to put this in a different perspective, let me see if I could do this. Trusting in Jesus, especially in today's time, is very important. We all know. Um, we know what it means to trust Jesus. As, as followers of Christ, we do. But the lost world doesn't know what it means. To them, Jesus is just a figure. He's just a person in a book, maybe a fictitious character. And so it's up to us to be able to share Jesus with the world. That's our job. That's what we were called to do is all to go out and tell the good news, to tell the good news about Jesus. All right. A trustworthy promise Jesus gave us is his word that's Come and find rest. Come to me, all you are weary and burdened, for I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. The yoke is a wooden uh, harness that is used to join the neck of two draft animals. Together, the beast can be more effectively to pull a, a heavy load. And in the time that Jesus speaks these words to the farmers who are often paired young, inexperienced animals with older, weak ones or seasonal. And these young animals would have to learn from the more experienced. All right. So when Jesus was talking about this, he was he was showing he was demonstrating. Okay, because when we are looking at. What the yoke is, which is a wooden harness. And we've all seen this um, if you grew up in a country where you have uh, some horses or some draft animals that are uh, hooked together, hitched together, and they may be pulling a wagon or pulling whatever. But if you have inexperience or older ones or weak ones or, or what have you, you may not get a rhythm. And that's what it is. But see, if we're yoked with Jesus and if we are connected to Jesus, we're in a rhythm with him. And because he could set the pace and he's not going to go too fast for us. He's not going to go too slow for us. He's going to set the right pace. But as we are going through that pace with him, I believe that he is teaching us every step of the way. Just like those experienced draft animals will teach the young and experienced draft animals as they work together. I believe we have a lot to learn from Jesus. All right. Rest is another way to to express trust. In the state of learning on Jesus for his strength and learning from him, he shares the load that we can all journey together. Just as I said, when we try, when we are tired or overburdened, we could come alongside Jesus and find rest for our souls. And in this way, we could trust Jesus by relying on him for everything in our lives, especially when we're weary and burdened. Right? Jesus is the believer of the Sabbath rest. If we look at Hebrews 4, 1 through 11, it says, therefore, the promise of entering his rest still stands. Let us fear not, 
that any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For the good news has come, so just as to them, the message they heard do not benefit them, but because they are united by faith for those who believe. All right. Just as I said, we can find rest. We can find everything that we need with Jesus. So that's putting our trust into him. That's putting our full faith and trust into Jesus. Because how many, how many of us have came home from a long day of work or maybe a long week of work and not only just work related stuff, maybe stuff in your house, you know, your family, there's things going on in this world and it's just broke you down. It's made you weary. It's, it just wore you out and you just need to put your trust into something. Okay. Maybe, maybe you and your spouse are not on the same sheet right now for whatever the reason is. And you just need someone to trust. Well, friends can fail you and let you down. Family can also do the same, but coming to Jesus and putting your trust into him, he's not going to fail you. I've never had Jesus fail me once. Every time I've come to Jesus, he's never failed me. He's given me the rest that I needed. He has given me what I need to stand and keep going. And so that's the real understanding of, of knowing that we could trust Jesus without, without holding on back because we do, we hold back. Um, there's people that I know, including myself, that we haven't always fully trusted in Jesus, have we not? We, we go down the road and we're trusting and we're trusting, but we just can't go a hundred percent because we got to hold on to something. And I'm here to tell you, man, you got to let it go. We can't hold on to this thing anymore. Jesus understands our weakness and he knows when we are struggling to trust him. That's why the scriptures say, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and peace be with you which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Jesus Christ. Philippians four, six through seven. When we take our anxious hearts to prayer to God, he offers us a peace and his presence is peace. The passage does not say he will always give you what you need when you ask for it, but it tells us that we need to come to him and seek rest and through meditation, and I believe through prayer, we can find that. All right. Our trust in Jesus will grow through experience. Just as we see God working through things in our lives, both good and bad, for his purpose. All right. Second Corinthians 1.10 says, He delivers us from such a deadly peril that he will deliver us. On him we have set our hopes that he will deliver us again. Romans 8.28 says, We know that all of those who love God, all things work together for his good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Once again, coming to find peace and rest is through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Now, you may be listening to this episode today. You may be here and you may be someone who Maybe you don't know Jesus. Maybe you knew Jesus, but you got away because that happens. We have prodigal children that I have seen time and time again 
that get away. They've stumbled away from God. They've followed the things of the world. And the next thing you know, it, they're turned around, they're upside down, and they don't know which way they're going. All right. Or, as I said, if you're a lost person today and you're listening to this, or if you know somebody who is lost that needs to listen to this, this is our opportunity today to be able to show and to share Jesus with them. And if you are a prodigal child, today is a day that you can come back and you can seek rest and you can find trust in Jesus again. And I know some people said, look, I trusted Jesus, but this has happened and that's happened and I can't trust him anymore. To me, that's hogwash because that is nothing but finding a cheap way out. When when the chips are stacked against you, you're finding a cheap way out because you don't want to fully commit. Been there and I done it and I got plenty of shirts for it, unfortunately. And it's taught me along the way of being on this earth for 50 years that I need to trust in Jesus in everything that I do. All right. I need to trust in Jesus in my marriage. I need to trust in Jesus with my family and with my job and with my finances, with everything that's going on in my life. I have to trust in Jesus. Is it easy? Absolutely not. I have never found it fully and truly easy to trust Jesus, but I do. All right. Jesus said, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. John 14.1. We know that Jesus loves us and he promises that he'll always be with us, but we can't see him during times of trouble, doubts, and fears that creep in, and it makes it difficult to apply the knowledge. Peter encourages us that we need to trust in Jesus even when we can't see him. And all this you greatly rejoice through now what little while you may have to suffer grief in the kinds of trials. These have come to be proven genuine of your faith and greater worth than gold, which perishes through the fire may rest in praise and glory and honor when Jesus reveals through you that do not see him, you loved him, even though you cannot see him now, you believe in him and you are filled with this joy. First Peter 1, 6-8. I know, I stumbled through that scripture. But what Peter is telling them is, trust in Jesus when you can't see him. Trust in Jesus when you are in doubt when you're in trouble, when fear creeps in, because fear will creep into our lives. We've seen it. We're living it today, are we not? Do you have fear every time you go to the grocery store because of the prices? Do you have doubt? Do you have concerns? Do you have difficult times paying your bills? Do you have difficult times trying to make ends meet? Because we all are going through those times today. We have more going out than we do coming in. But it should not shake our foundation. It should not shake our trust in Jesus. That should make us want to cling to Jesus even more. But unfortunately, unfortunately, it doesn't because there are people in this world today that will not follow or put their trust in Jesus because they are so rooted in the things of this world. They've allowed the devil to take them to a far off country, just like the prodigal child. I'm here. I'm trying to tell you this today that it's not too late to turn around, to bring 
ourselves around and start trusting in Jesus again. All right. Remember, even though we can't see Jesus with our physical eyes, this Holy Spirit enables us to see Jesus with the eyes of our heart. Ultimately, our inability to see Jesus physically makes us trust him even more. And that's why Jesus said, blessed are those who not seen, but yet believe. John 20, 29. The Apostle Paul uh, captured what it meant to be the believer and the trust of Jesus. He says, for our light of momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs all of them. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4, 17 through 18. Jesus is teaching us to trust him in all things at all times with all of our heart so that our faith can become unshakable. Trust in the Lord forever and for the Lord and the Lord himself is the rock eternal. That comes from Elijah 26, 4. Just because we cannot see Jesus should make our faith become more unshakable. Because if we have trust in Jesus, because we are followers of Christ, then we know that there is a Lord and Savior. And we should have full faith and confidence. We should put all of our eggs in the basket and go all in. It's time to go all in. Go 100% in for Jesus today. Give him what it is that's burdened your heart and your mind, that's physically wore you out, that's mentally wearing you out, that's spiritually wearing you out. Today is the time to take it all to Jesus and give it to him. I'm telling you, give it to him. Let him have it all. No better time than today, right? Because look around. Look around. Where are we at in 2022? I'm not talking politically. I am talking financially where we're at. I'm talking spiritually where we're at because I do believe that there is a war going on spiritually right now. All right. Jesus is teaching us to trust in him in all things with a heart, as I said, and be unshakable. Trust in the Lord forever. We have to learn to trust Jesus more when we can identify with what is going on and be able to rest in the arms of God. We need to be able to calm ourselves and be able to come as a weary child and to the mother and find re rest and find relaxation. That's what it's about today. Okay. That's what it's about today. It's all about trusting Jesus. And I hope and pray you got something out of this. I, I tried to, to share what was, what was on my, on my heart and what's on my mind because I do believe we need to trust Jesus more than we ever have before because this world i'm telling you it's only getting worse all right so as i get ready to wrap this up i know this is a short one but as i get ready to wrap this up i want to talk a few things real quick um jesus in a cup of joe.com my website has got a facelift so i've restructured and redid the website so if you get a chance please go to jesus in a cup of joe.com and take a look at the website. On there, you're going to find all of the episodes of the podcast. And once I start getting back into videos, I'm going to start uploading the videos again. But you will find um, you will find sponsorship pages. This is where the sponsorships come in at. 
Um, I created a blog page. This is the biggest thing I wanted to tell you guys about. It's called Dad's Toolbox, okay? It's called Dad's Toolbox. And the reason why is, um, just as one of the articles says, it says, from the beginning, God has uh, designated husbands and followers as leaders of the home. Uh, fathers have a great responsibility to make sure that the whole family goes in the right direction in the name of the Lord. Christian fathers need to have a spiritual toolbox at the ready. And that's why I created this blog. And so on this uh, dad's toolbox, I'm talking about faith and family and recipes and sports and technology and just local news. And here's the thing. I want everybody who wants to uh, share your stories. If you got a recipe out there, share it. Because let me tell you something. There is nothing better than all the people that I've ran across in my time that have different recipes on things. Some people can make banana pudding that's out of this world. Some people can make uh, some cheese dip that'll just blow your mind. And some people can whip out some really big gourmet meals. Um, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get my wife to contribute to this because man, she can take a recipe and she can just throw her little twist to it and it comes out fantastic. So I just want to encourage all of you guys and <clears throat> excuse me. And I just, you know, I wanted to share this with you, um, especially like Ephesians 6, 4. It says, fathers, do not provoke, provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. So that is that's dad's toolbox. I want you to take a look at it, guys. Tell me what you think. All right. So like I said, you'll find that on there. You'll find our merchandise still on there, a contact and a follow us. And we have our donation button. If you feel like you want to donate, you want to help out Jesus in a cup of Joe, by all means, I invite you to do that. All right. Because there's several different ways you could donate. You could donate through uh, PayPal and stuff of that nature. Um, every Everything that Jesus in a cup of Joe, this podcast brings in, I put right back into the podcast, into local ministries. Um I'm still doing a big push about food banks because I believe that food banks are in uh, great need. So if there's a food bank in your local area, please support it. All right. Even if you go to the store and you buy a couple of cans of goods or whatever, please support it. Because these are these are people who are in need that is going to these things. And there are more and more people because of the financial situation that's going on in this country today. More and more people are finding out that they can't pay the bills. They can't feed their families. So it's important for this. So, um, but that's Jesus in a cup of Joe. I want you to, like I said, check it out, subscribe, follow and share. Do, do, you know, subscribe to the, the pages, follow us on our social media and share us with your friends and family. All right. Because it's listeners like you, it's followers like you, subscribers like you that keeps us going. Um, all the time, because I'm telling you, there's been times where it's tough to get behind a microphone. It's tough to do this podcast because sometimes I'm just wore out. I'm spiritually and physically and mentally drained, but guess what? That's where I put my trust into Jesus. That's where I pray. And I say, okay, Lord, use me. What is it that you want me to tell these people? And usually that's when I get an opportunity to get on here and get things fired up and I get to have fun and enjoy my time with you guys. All right. So listen, I'm gonna get out of here. Um, if you want to take a look at the website, get ready to jump over and watch some live streaming. 
But just remember, you always, always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless. Hey, this is Royce from Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Are you in the market trying to find a great gift and not sure what to do? Why don't you check out my friends at Artisans Woodwork 73? They are your one-stop shop for all of your wood needs. They do handmade cutting boards, cheese boards, stovetop covers, you name it, he can make it. So won't you check them out? Artisanswoodwork73.com. And if you use the promo code hashtag Jesus and a Cup of Joe, you can get up to 10% off your order. 